What's up everyone? Welcome to the Sahil Sagal show where we interview some unstoppable entrepreneurs who are dominating figure in their niche in their businesses and Sahil here back again with an awesome insane guest this time and guess what who we have today on our show the Cody Jefferson. Let me tell you a little bit about Cody. Cody is a dad, an entrepreneur, a public speaker, a life and a business coach and the founder of Embrace the Loin. He's the creator of Loin Elite, the number one group performance program for kingdom minded men looking to live their legacy in life and businesses cody coaches and advises ceos business owners and entrepreneurs on scaling their business grow their impact and influence and how establishing a robust professional personal life balance will significantly boost the bottom line what's up everyone this is sahil here and welcome to the sahil sagal show where i'm going to be interviewing some crazy entrepreneurs out there who started from scratch with no experience resources and connections and then later on became unstoppable and dominating figures in their respective businesses we're going to dive deep into the mindset of these super successful entrepreneurs to find out how they did it and how you can model it too it's time to pick their brains and uncover all the strategies and tactics which these entrepreneurs used to scale their businesses from nowhere to multiple six seven and eight figures welcome to the sahil sagal show welcome cody to our show it's a pleasure and honor to have you here hey it's good to be here thank you so cody your journey is really really inspiring and unique in so many ways like you were a pastor before for more than a decade i believe and now living this entrepreneurial life serving these ceos and business owners so when and how did this crazy journey start oh my gosh so i mean we can go we can go as far back as is starting in occupational ministry at 19 and the entrepreneurial journey started uh somewhere in there so i mean i was as a as a pastor i was i had a bit of entrepreneurial spirit in me i was cutting hair i was flipping harleys uh meaning i was taking bikes that weren't working and repairing them and then selling them uh just creating you know uh, secondary income because the life of a pastor is not one of of extreme affluence and so I made the transition from occupational ministry into coaching full time in 2017. And the transition for that really I had started uh, online coaching in the fitness space in 2016. Uh had created a bit of a name for myself. The internet was a little different back then. It was a little bit easier to to go viral and and to create some some sustained success uh in terms of organic traffic and uh started telling my story, started sharing a bit of the process and the journey for me. uh that led to some speaking engagements while I was in ministry recognized that there was a balance that uh that needed to find itself and that coaching for me and stepping into the space of entrepreneurship and speaking on bigger platforms uh was uh, a better way for me to get the message out and for me to to help more people than I could behind a pulpit Wow, that's amazing journey. It's literally crazy um from being a pastor now serving these all six seven figure eight figure entrepreneurs that you are helping them and not only just helping them you are creating a movement out there. I really yeah. love the thing that embrace the loin. I want to know about the back story a little bit about it. Like how do you come up with this thing? Sure. So in 2016 I went through a uh, a pretty tumultuous season. So end of 2015 uh I went through a divorce with my son's mom no really good scandal or anything it just didn't work uh, but over the course of that year uh 2016 I buried eight family members and friends uh so I was leading all of these funerals uh from an 18 month old niece to a 19 year old sister a sister in law a best friend of 18 years a mentor of 15 years it was like every other month something was happening mm-hmm. and I kept saying yes to everything. I kept saying yes to everything. I kept saying yes to everything. And I wasn't really sure why. Uh, well, what had happened over the course of the past 13 years is I had developed an addiction to affirmation and to being the yes man and doing all things for all people and being all things for all people because in ministry as a pastor it's kind of your role. You don't really know where to say no because your job is God and God is your job, so where's the balance there? And it almost cost me my life. I went septic in early 2017 uh 
as a result of all of the stress, my body just shut down. And it was in that hospital room that I, I saw how weak I was. And I made the recognition that no one was going to come and save me, that if I was really going to step into who God called me to be, it was time for me to, to truly embrace the lion inside me. I mean, that's where the tagline came from, was me in a hospital recognizing um, that there was something inside of me that was keeping me from reaching this potential that I felt like God had put inside of me. And so there's a, there's a sign right here that you can't fully see, but it says what needs to die in me. And so the, the tagline for embrace the lion is what needs to die in me to become the man that I said that I would be. So now we coach and advise over 4,500 entrepreneurs on a weekly basis. Uh, you know, I travel the country as a speaker. Uh, uh, I've got a coaching consulting company and and we're branched into apparel and a few other verticals as well so the the whole thing came from embracing again this line that's inside of you that doesn't have to be nice that doesn't have to say yes to everything that that the lion doesn't ask for permission and then on a deeper spiritual sense embracing the lion of the tribe of judah which is consistent with my faith background but that was like a really long url so <laughs> i think that's so touching and inspiring at the same time it's yeah, Even crazy. I can imagine, like, when you were going through all those times, and you mm-hmm. you mentioned about your body got shut down. Obviously, we got we understood sometimes these burned out more. And at that time, you, you epiphany happened, like in everyone's life. Either you make it or either you break it. Something something happens in that. And we all go through all this tough times, hurdles, obstacles in the businesses. But what was motivation during? Like, what pushed you really through to keep moving forward? My son. Yeah. My son, and recognizing that there was and has been and always will be a call on my life. And it's not an expectation that I'm called to live up to, just like any of you that are watching and listening right now. Your potential, this thing that you feel inside of you, this passion, this calling, this this thing that you feel that you were born to do. It's not an expectation that for me, God put on me or that God put on you that you have to live up to. Our whole lives, for, for a lot of us, we're trying to live up to some sort of unmet expectation, whether that's something our parents put on us, our friends put on us, our teachers put on us, our pastors put on us, our ideologies put on us. But I I flip it and my potential isn't an expectation I live up to. It's a promise that I get to live from. And when I made that distinction and I flipped it and I recognized that as Richard Rohr would say, that there is nothing more to prove, to hide or protect. It, It shifted for me. And now I do these things because it's who I am. Right. I mean, and that's 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 a phrase for us. This is who I am. So this is what I do. This removes a lot of the need for motivation or rah, rah, even I mean, if we're being straight, even conversations like this, they're inspiring, but they're not necessary. What's necessary is for you to recalibrate your identity into who it is that you say that you are. And as a result of who you are, this is simply what you do. And so when I recalibrate, I said, listen, I am the most amazing dad to Stetson Foster. And that will be my number one priority. I'm going to put myself first and I'm going to show him how a man lives, moves, and has his being. And I'm going to be a present father. So if that's who I am, then these are the things that I do. If I am a seven figure, whatever entrepreneur, right? If I'm a business owner, if I'm on, if I serve on the board of six different companies, if I have equity in some of these companies, how does that person conduct themselves? Because if this is who I am, this is who I have to become. And this is what I do. So everything stems out of, again, this idea that my potential isn't something I live up to. It's just an identity that I live from. And every day and every week and every quarter, we're just reconfirming who it is that we say that we are. That's powerful. Really powerful. A lot of time we didn't get the right answer at that time. We got stuck at those moments when we needed. Obviously, when you said that uh, you recalibrated the whole thing and that's where you come up with this, like you want to do something with your, uh, for your son so that he can admire you at the same time. He can literally say that, uh, uh, who's the superhero? Your, his dad is a superhero for him. Yeah. That's what exactly you did yeah. at that time. When these things happen, like a lot of time we get lost, uh, we need someone's suggestion. And how do you find that deepest desire and purpose to build something meaningful for ourselves, for our family and to the world? Sure. Well, the idea of building something great isn't new. 
right? That, and this is part of the human condition is, is to grow and to rise and to build and to overcome adversity and confidence is, you know, keeping our word to those endeavors. Uh, I find that when we can replace the idea that we have to do this with the opportunity that this is something that we get to do. Oftentimes we get super stressed out. We get super burned out. We, we go a hundred different directions and we forget this is what we chose. Like it's a gift. You can go do something else. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone, right? Being self-sustaining in business is not for everyone. It takes a special kind of crazy to do what we do, which is why you're watching this either live or on the replay, because there's something inside of you that's just wired a little bit differently. And you have to remember that. You have to remember we are wired a little bit differently, which means that our propensities are going to be a little bit different, right? And our balance is going to look a little bit different. And oftentimes where we get in trouble is when we try to compare ourselves to either people who are not wired the way that we are or people who are further along in the journey than we are and we're stuck somewhere in the middle and so we have imposter syndrome we have this gap where we maybe don't have the skill sets or the revenue or the relationships and so we start to look at where we are and we start to collapse in on ourselves because we feel like we're alone in this endeavor but you're not so how do you get out of that how do you get out of that cycle one your environment put yourself around other people like you that's why this group exists that you've created, why what it is that you're doing uh, has been formed as grace, why we're on this conversation right now. Um, putting yourself in the right masterminds at the right live events, like putting yourself around people that get you, that think like you, that are a little bit crazy like you, because we all are, right? So environment, change what you're doing, right? Change what you're doing. A lot of times, we don't know what to do. So we do a lot of things so that we're busy, but we don't really accomplish the thing that we said that we were going to accomplish, which for most of us is acquiring new clients, fulfilling all those promises, and then creating an extension of their lifetime value within whatever program service or offer that we have. We're too worried about, does the green button convert? Does the red button convert? Is my headline okay? Is this video right? Is this okay? What should I post on social media today? Do I need a photographer? Should I get a videographer? What about all the things that like, other people are doing like Alex Hormozzi has these amazing captions. Do I need that? Should I get on Fiverr? No, I can't. Like, we like, do I need to send an email list? What's a nurture sequence? Do I need 20 emails or 30? Like, we worry about stuff that doesn't actually matter. So, getting around people who've done what you want to do, who can keep things very, very simple, right? And then can give you the frameworks on this is what actually needs to be done. So, understanding what your key drivers are, what your key, your key KPIs are. And then finding accountability that can be done, obviously, in your community that can be done in a plethora of communities um, or with one to one coaches, group experiences, environment, habits, accountability. That's so relatable, Cody. I literally felt the same thing. Like every time, like the example you shared with Alex Hermosi, we literally have the same thing. Like he's posting videos on Instagram, these graphics, let's hire someone from Fiverr, let's make it happen. And the nurturing, Bro, sequence, it's like we are here and here's here. the deal. Here's the deal about the coaching space, the internet marketing space. And I'm a little bit removed from it now just because I'm invested in other endeavors and the way that I can coach and consult isn't necessarily a blanket market, uh, like in terms of mass marketability. But I can tell you as somebody who speaks at all of these conferences, who leads a fairly substantial uh, community of individuals and entrepreneurs who are in the internet marketing space, because we all are, I know everybody wants to feel like they're a unique snowflake and all these other things. We're all uniquely and wonderfully made. And I get that at 100% if that's in the Bible. But if you back up a little bit, it's all just snow. Like everybody's trying to do the same thing and everybody's trying to find their unique spin on the market and the way that they can stand out with their unique selling proposition. But everybody's following the same patterns and trajectories because a couple of years ago, it was Sam Ovens funnel that converted so well in consulting. And then it was Dan Henry. And, but I got to do what Hormozy does. But then I also like what these graphics look like. And I like what Russell's doing, but I also like what this, but like, Everybody's trying to figure out and follow, um, and most of it's fairly arbitrary to get to your first million dollars. True, totally agree on that part. 
totally 100% agree on that part and as you said like we entrepreneurs are different breeds obviously absolutely we yeah. decided to come into this part like we grind so hard work more than sometimes 20 more than 24 hours in a day we have so much to take care of every day in this shiny world of entrepreneurship like most of time we forget to even love ourselves how do you maintain that self love in if in your perspective any best practice that you follow so that we don't lose ourselves we still be in love with ourselves yeah so a few things uh i would tell you that it was this amazing morning routine that i have that i do 20 bajillion things before 6 a.m. and everyone wakes up and blah 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 like everybody else that's on interviews i don't uh i wake up i i am grateful every single morning for everything that i have and everyone in my life um I speak gratitude over my significant other, over my son, over my family, over my friends. I go to the gym. Uh, I have a very simple routine that I keep. For me, self-love is keeping my word to myself. So con- that's what confidence is. Confidence is is keeping your word to self and doing hard things, overcoming adversity on a daily basis. Now, I'm not saying you put yourself in adverse situations just to overcome them. like I'm not Taylor Swift getting in a relationship just to write a breakup song right uh, that's not what I'm saying but I'm saying is that when I when I can hold true to what it is that I feel I'm called to and when I can hold my commitments to truth when I tell my son I I don't miss your events I do not miss what you do um I keep that I've been at his school every day this week. I will be at his school this afternoon because it's the last week of school. Right? We had a baseball game last night. Uh, we've got baseball practice tonight. We've got another baseball game tomorrow night. Like I don't miss things. Why? Because that's who I say that I am. I stay in really good shape because that's who I say that I am. I conduct myself in business in a certain way because that's who I say I am. I show up online in a certain way because that's who I say that I am. I uh, I'm the type of partner to my significant other uh to her because that's who I say that I am. And so for me self love and confidence just comes from keeping my word to myself like I don't need to I don't need to speak affirmations over myself I believe I am who I am I believe all the good things that are coming for me um I don't need to remind myself of that on a daily basis that's just not my jam for some of you you have a list of 30 or 40 affirmations that you speak every day I think that's wonderful right what I'm here to say is it's not a one size fits all right you don't have to jam pack 20 million things and meditate and journal and read 50 pages and spin in a circle 10 times while drinking 64 ounces of water and a green drink while at the gym on a treadmill before 6 a.m. in order to piss excellence i just don't find that to be true or useful you talk to a lot of billionaires like i do and none of them do those things so i don't know who's writing those books on the billion dollar secrets of of how to stay happy in life keep your words to yourself create really high value intimate relationships a lot of times we feel like we're on an island and for some of this we are um because we're kind of stuck in the middle somewhere i can tell you that i love myself because i love the people that i'm around i love myself because of the life that i've created i love myself because grace exists in my life i love myself because i keep my word and my commitments to those around me um it's not overly complicated for me there sometimes i really love the thing exactly about the sun that you mention about again and that's what we want at the end of the day it's not about doing some bajillion things it's like i'm like we came here for this entrepreneur to get freedom so that we can not we should not stick to the 95 job and can spend the quality time plus sticking to our words like you are and not just saying it but actually walking the talk Yeah exactly you are doing you are building a belief system you have your own belief system and then you are what you are not just taking someone's advice and doing on walking that path which someone else is walking on it it doesn't it, it's not guarantee it's not necessary it will be the same journey as yours they will get success doesn't mean if dan henry alex armozi got success in the other field through webinars through some other thing yeah you will also listen, get the same success <laughs> These are all my friends and they've all created massive we've all created success in different ways and success looks different for each of us right for some creating 100 million dollar businesses is success 
right? For me, living in Oklahoma and wanting to be a present father first and foremost, right? Success to me looks a little bit different. And some of my ambitions and the ways that I drive towards that version of success looks different than other people. And that's okay. I think where we get where we get down on ourselves is we start to compare other people's mountaintops to our own. We feel like ours isn't quite good enough because it's not as big as somebody else's and somebody else on the internet said that we need to have a bigger mountain to climb. And sometimes that's true, but most often you've got to define what success looks like for you because listen, you can spend your whole life climbing somebody else's mountain only to get to the top and recognize you never wanted that view in the first place. You can spend your whole life climbing somebody else's mountain and leave your family at the bottom of it and wonder why your kids aren't close to you. Your spouse is disconnected from you. You've got a lot of money, but you're broke. There's a way to create sustainability and balance and prioritization to have everything that you want in this life, but you have to clearly define what that is. And then there's an opportunity cost for all of it. So depending on what you want, it means that you might not have something else, but is that okay? And if it is, great. If it isn't, then how then do we create the balance to get what it is that we want in this life? Financially, spiritually, relationally, emotionally, physically, right? It's not a one-size-fits-all. Marketing is not a one-size-fits-all. Now, listen, there are frameworks that I follow. There are frameworks in my life that I follow that, that men and women before me who have what I want follow And so I'm going to do what they do and it's proven to be successful. So there are ways in which we follow the lead of others. I follow the lead of my grandfather who passed away in 2013. I follow his lead in how he, he read scripture every morning, right? There are others who work. They don't have robust morning routines on the fact they go to the gym and they work in the mornings. That's what I do. I don't have this long laundry list of things that I do to check off a lit, an arbitrary list that doesn't matter. I'm going to focus on the two or three largest things that I have for the day before anyone in my house wakes up. Why? So that I'm not stressed about it in the afternoon when I'm going to pick my son up because I want to be fully present for him. So yeah. there are ways in which we make, we make priority in our life and we do the things that we do to confirm what it is that we say that we want. Otherwise, you're just going to do a bunch of things that don't necessarily matter. And you're going to feel really busy and overwhelmed and wonder why you're burned out and you're not any further than you were six months ago. It's because you're doing things that don't matter to impress people that don't know you to get things that you never wanted. Exactly. And that's the harsh reality. We just follow the mob with like, if that person is doing, let me do it as well. And you don't make, it doesn't fulfill you at the end of the day, but there is no point of doing something which you just copied it from someone. And it's not your path. What God has given, everyone has their unique ability to do something, to impact the world in a different way. And Cody, as you have worked with like thousands of entrepreneurs in this, in the launch and growth of their businesses Mm -hmm. with dozens of six and seven figure success stories you have created, is there any certain pattern or framework that you notice that these people have or used to get to their first six or seven figure way faster than others? In what vertical? Are we talking about specifically like online marketing coaches, consultants? Is that kind of your audience? Yeah, that's the audience. Exactly. I, I need to know the attribute of these people, like how they look at the life in a different way. And then they implemented the same thing in the businesses to crack their six and seven figure. Let's talk about you. You Let's use your example. You okay. have built out seven figure business in just two years. How did that happen quickly in two years? Some people, it took like 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. Well, and now we've been able to multiply that even more. So the way that I have been able to, to do it, which is going to be different than a lot of people. I have utilized OP, um, OPA. So I, I don't, I'm not a traffic guy. I don't run traffic. I don't run ads. That's not my jam. Um, I think that's an amazing way to generate revenue. And I applaud it uh, for what I have done and how I've constructed my business ETL. I've been on close to 350 shows like this. So utilizing other people's audiences and stages. You got to remember for the past 20 years, all I've, I've had a microphone in my hand and I've been on stages. And so being able to capitalize that and being able to sell from stage and being able to create a robust network of referral 
and retention. So I have an a, about an 85% retention rate year on year with clients. So my clients don't leave. We just, we just keep going. And so between that, the fact that I run a, a very high ticket consulting agency, uh, like this, we're not talking three to $5,000 programs with me. So it's a different conversation. And so for me to create the, the revenue that I do, it takes me considerably fewer clients than if you're running a 997 offer from an automated webinar. So what I have found to be consistent with everyone in the space to jumping into like the seven figure territory, because I think that's that for some reason, that's like everybody's shiny object. And let me just tell you, a million, half a million dollars at what you love with really great margins is a more successful life than $10 million with crap margins doing something you hate. You only live once. One offer, one audience, one traffic source, one piece of conversion material, whether that's your VSL, a webinar, a training series, a PDF, whatever your lead magnet is, right? And one, one conversion methodology. Just focus on one thing. Don't, don't get caught in the like, okay, well, I need a tripwire offer I, so that I can recoup my ad spend. Then I got to get them into a low ticket. Then I'll send them over three or four steps in a funnel on the backside. I'll have a self-liquidating offer, which is then going to push them into book a call for the higher ticket thing. The why? Why? It's so much to track. You would be much better focusing on one offer that you do better than anyone else, which is arbitrary right? Because it's really going to come down to your personality and the way that you drive your client or customer forward, right? That you can learn anything on YouTube and Google. None of us like are free from information to do any of this. We pay for it because we're paying for personality. We're paying for a perception of results that we see on a funnel and we're paying for the accountability and the community that comes on the backside of it. So, Focus on delivering your message in the most succinct, effective way that you can to captivate an audience in a way that only you can, focusing on serving that one audience powerfully with one offer through one method uh, of traffic and one conversion piece. Like, Just focus on nailing that. And I will tell you that Sam, Alex, Garrett, Liz Benny, Marley, anybody, they're all going to tell you the same thing. Yeah, you know exactly. It's, it's it's a mic drop movement, and I, I always follow the same concept: like one offer, one funnel, one message, and one, one call to action. Just give them one one reason why why they want to why they should join you. Like how yeah. you can impact your their lives in a different way rather than having ten different items in your funnels or ten different funnels. And that really, I, I it was it's gonna help me yeah. as well. Right now, to I'm on the mark. I'm on the goal to go my first seven figure. And yeah. thank you so much, Cody, for sharing that. Well, and, the problem is, listen, unfollow yeah. most people, all of you. Mm-hmm. Unfollow most everyone that you follow because they all listen. Everyone is in marketing, which means everyone has something to sell you. Which means that if this person tells you it's a webinar this next person in your feed is going to tell you webinars are dead and it's in a 10 minute VSL. And then this person is going to say, no, 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 the 10 minute VSL is dead. It's a five part mini course training that's going to indoctrinate them over the course of five days. And then you've got other people. Pedro is going to tell you, no, 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 it's actually challenges. Challenges are what you want. And then my buddy Pete Vargas is going to tell you, no, no, it's actually stages. Like everybody's going to tell you something different because everybody has something to sell you. This isn't a bad thing. This is marketing. This is the little weird ecosystem that you're in the middle of and it's incestuous. Everybody sells to everybody and everybody is counting on you, the person who doesn't know exactly what they want or exactly where they're going or exactly what they want to do and how they want to captivate audience to buy all of their stuff and ascend through their product ladder. True. Stop. Uh, 
stop doing it 100% right that right there that's fact somebody commented that's facts exactly that's well, yeah, fact because we just get addicted to buying courses we get yeah. addicted to buying information and then the problem is with our dopamine in the brain we buy that that gives us a trigger of feeling like we accomplished something but you didn't you just spent money and then you might go through 10% of it recognize mm, i'm not really sure that this works for me because i don't think this is the thing so you jump to the next thing you buy it mm, that feels good you get the dopamine hit but you didn't actually do anything you're just spending more money mm. You're not making it. Absolutely right. Literally, mic drop movements. I'm get getting. And in the, in that perspective, Cody, like, how do you decide? Like, we are coming back to we are into the one thing, right? So, how do we decide that? Like, this is our one thing, rather yeah. than being getting distracted here and there or pulling ourselves here and there. Yeah. So for me, my one thing is communicating like this right? You'll notice there are little things that I do using my hands all the time because we all have the attention span of squirrels on Adderall. So we're always looking at different things and it's hard for us to keep attention. So I've learned how to communicate on video in a way that keeps your attention. That's why I wave my hands like a crazy person, right? I also fluctuate my voice. Like this is all I've been doing for 20 years. So for me, speaking and connecting face-to-face is what I'm good at, right? For some, if you've never done this before, right? Then maybe drafting a scripted VSL where you're using PowerPoint and you're not having to come across super charismatic is going to be really useful, right? It could be that your audience is looking for something that is a little bit more tactile. And so creating some sort of training through PDF is going to be more useful. It really comes down to what are your skill sets? Like, what are your strengths? Lead with those. If you're great at copywriting, great. Write a long form copy sales page, right? That's great. Don't put yourself on camera if you suck on camera. Granted, there's probably programs that can help you get better on camera. I'm sure there's a million of them, right? But that's going to have to be something that you practice and get better at. Don't front face lead when you jump into business and say, I have to create this direct to camera VSL because I bought a program that said that I had to. It may not convert because you're just not good on camera. That's okay. Right. I'm five, six. I'm not good at basketball. So I don't play basketball. <laughs> I focus on my strengths. Right. So looking at, okay, where am I best? Like, where am I at my best? Where will market receive me best? Like what's going to convert highest. Right? And then what does my market really need? Like what, what are they expecting and what is going to, so if like case in point, uh, we have a couple of things that we value time and money fair. Yep. My clients don't want to watch me on an hour. Talk about what I do. Why? Cause time is money. Like here, here's money. So that I can get my time back. Tell me in five minutes what it is that we're going to be doing and how we're going to be doing it. And great. If it makes sense, here's the transaction. Here's the money because I want to get my time back. Right. I'm tired of sacrificing my soul on the altar of my success. I want my family back. I want my health back. I want God back. I want, I want to, I want to feel again. I've built this business. It doesn't feel like I thought it was going to feel. And I want my joy back. That's a lot of what I do. Great. This is what it is. This is how we work together. This is what it looks like. We in great for those who are just starting out, right? Parting with 500 to a thousand dollars is a big step. And so what do you want? You want that hour half long via uh, webinar because you want to know all the ins and outs of what you're getting because your time isn't as valuable right now. Your money is. So you want all the information. You want to feel real good about it. You want that money back reversible guarantee. You want to hear all the case studies. Give me a value ladder where you're going to give me all these arbitrary bonuses that are all digital so they don't cost anything anyways, but we're going to inflate perceived value. Here's $500 worth of value, says who? Here's $1,000 worth of that, says who? Here's $20,000 worth of value, says who? Right? But to you, because money is scarce right now, right? Perceptively or in reality, that that is what matters most. Give me the most amount of value perceptively financially, and I'll take as much time as I need to wade through it. So understanding the psychology of your market as well. Where are they? What do they value more? Time or money? What's going to create a higher conversion based off of where your, your potential lead is, your potential client is? Again, do they value time or money more? Understanding those things is what will help 
you determine like what is the one mechanism, what's the one piece uh, that I'm going to use to convert sales, whether that's a webinar or VSL, long form sales copy um, with testimonials, whether it's going to be a five part training series, clients community does really well with that. Tanner Chichester with Elite CEOs does really well with that. And they push people into a free Facebook group. Traffic and Funnels does that as well, where they then indoctrinate and convert those people over time. Uh, because they're consistently uh, integrating high quality content into the life of their closed communities and nurturing those leads into qualified buyers. Mm, exactly. That's a go- not gold. It's a diamond nuggets out there. I'm going to be watching it on replay. I'm going to be noting it down. What exactly people who are watching live, they, I hope you're getting the gold nuggets out of it. Like how to exactly find that one thing. And that one thing can literally take you to your first six and seven or eight figures. You don't yeah. need other things exactly and while in the process Cody like when a person who has reached to six seven or eight figures I believe that correct me if I'm wrong like it couldn't have done it without sacrificing something along this path of success that something can be their relationship their previous time with their loved ones or maybe their self own self like how to cover overcome or limit these sacrifices so that you still can have a fulfilled and purposeful life well One, I I think that's a bit of a, I think it it is a bit of a misnomer. You do sacrifice excuses. You you sacrifice your need to be right all the time. Um, You have to sacrifice the ideas that you might have that don't serve you anymore and the beliefs that you have. Um, I don't sacrifice time with my family. I don't sacrifice my personal habits. That means that I wake up earlier. That means that I say no to other things. So what do I sacrifice? I sacrifice small talk. I sacrifice when people ask me to go out and do things that are arbitrary and don't matter. doesn't mean they don't matter. It just means that I'm not going to be the guy that goes and parties with his friends on the weekend. Uh, because it doesn't serve any. I'd rather be with my family because that's more valuable to me. So it was ta- my buddy Taylor Welch said, being poor is doing the right, they're doing the wrong things. Being rich is doing the right things. Being wealthy is owning the right things. So I, I don't know that I would say that there is all of this crazy sacrifice. I mean, there is, but a lot of that is tied towards getting what you actually want. So it's a positive sacrifice. It's not a negative. If you find that you're sacrificing your mental health, your personal well-being, your family time, if you're sacrificing your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual, you're sacrificing all of those things to build something. What's the, what is, what is the cost of building that to make more money? Why? What is that going to get you? Is it because you grew up without any money and money was always scarce and that's why your parents fought? Maybe that's why your parents got a divorce. Maybe that's why your mom was always crying. Maybe that's why your dad was drinking because they're always trying to make ends meet. And so you thought that if you could just solve the money problem as an adult, that all your family problems would be solved as well. And so you work your ass off to provide for your kids and for your spouse. And at the end of the day, you're stressed out, but you say, this is all for you, but this is all for you. Meanwhile, your kid is like, but you're not at my games, but this is all for you. But I didn't ask you to build a big business. I didn't ask you to be stressed. I just wanted time with you. And what you don't recognize is you're, you're, you're fulfilling the same prophecy as your own childhood. When it wasn't the stuff that you wanted that you now buy your kids, it was the time that you wanted with parents who weren't emotionally present or available because they were worried about money. You're not worried about money anymore, but now you have to keep it. So you now sacrifice everything you love, giving your kids things that they don't need when all they actually want was the same thing you wanted, which is a present active parent. That's all your spouse wants too. So I think we have to be very, very careful when we start sacrificing golden cows on the altar of a self-perceived success, because if you're not careful, you'll sacrifice your family on it, you'll sacrifice your health on it, you'll sacrifice your God on it, you'll sacrifice everything on it, just so that you can say you made some money and you get to post cool stuff on the internet to show how falsely happy you are while everything internally crumbles around you. It's just not worth it. So be careful what you sacrifice. Sacrifice relationships that no longer serve you sacrifice old habits that no longer serve who you are. This is who I am. So this is what I do. 
Let go of old habits that don't serve you. Let go of old mindsets that don't serve you. Learn how to prioritize your time well. Let go of being busy for the sake of being busy because everybody says that entrepreneurs have to be busy all the time. That's not true. Who says that that has to be true? Others than some marketer on the internet who wants to sell you some sort of time management system. That's a real talk, man. Literally. And I, it, it happens with, I, I can believe it. It happens with every entrepreneur. My students sometimes come up with this. Like, yeah. Sahel, I've already cracked my 10K month goal, but my husband is saying that you're not giving me time. My kids are saying, mom, you're not with us and all that stuff. And yeah. it happens. Like, why are you? I, I also say the same thing. You have accomplished what you want. Like money is, if if it goes from 10 to 15K, it won't going to make you happy. You're going to worrying about now 20K, 25K, 30K. It's never fulfilling if you are doing what you meant to do it, like what is the real reason you came it for yeah. in the initial stages? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You have to have an intention for the money because if, okay, if you, if you have a mindset of not having enough, I grew up in a single bedroom trailer. Like I grew up very, very simply. Like it couldn't get any more rural and country than I grew up in rural Oklahoma in a single bedroom trailer. I made... Thirty-five to forty thousand dollars a year as a pastor, and I never complained. I lived within my means, and I was fine. The more money that you make, if you don't have an intention for it, you will spend it, and you will spend it because money will still feel scarce to you. So you'll buy all the things that you think will give you status and pleasure in this life, because even if the money runs out subconsciously, you think, "Yeah, but I still have these things," and they don't matter. And I can tell you on the other side of making a substantial amount of money and continuing to make a growing amount of revenue and money that more things doesn't buy more happy. It's just more things. We live very simply. Most of the people that I surround myself with who are running eight to 10 figure companies, they live fairly simply. Now, what, what they have is nice, but at some point you recognize it's not the things and so if you don't have an intention for the money, you will spend it. And when you spend it, it will become scarce again. And you will live in this cycle of it never being enough and always having to make more and never being fully present with your family because you didn't have an intention for what you were going to do with it because you don't understand how money works or the business that you actually tr are trying to build. So you just live in a never ending hustle. You want to make 10K a month? Cool. I can. That's great. That's a good first step. It's very, very simple to make 10K a month. Very simple. And if you want to challenge me on that, I would just say that your mindset probably needs some readjustment because it's not hard. What are you going to do with it? Because after taxes and after your monthly burn, it's probably not going to be a whole lot left over. So what are you going to do with that overage? Right? Most people will spend it. They'll get super stoked on it and they'll spend it versus reinvesting it in back into your business by hiring someone who can help you grow, whether that's a VA that can help you with outbound prospecting or with the onboarding of clients that come into your wheelhouse, whether that's through software and automation programs that help you streamline what it is that you're doing to make it more effective so that you can reach more people, whether that be, again, software and platforms that allow you to automate your teaching sequencing so that you don't have to be live all the time so that you time back so that you can spend more time with your kids without sacrificing any more money that might be hiring an ads manager that can run your paid traffic for you so that you can grow and then once you continue to grow maybe you hire more staff to handle some of the coaching so that you don't have to on a daily basis but your people are being served more powerfully and again LTV is growing because now you've created a product suite that you can send these clients through so that, again, you're generating more revenue from the same people. So your client acquisition doesn't have to be as much a demand on your time, but we still are because we have ads running and we have outbound prospect going by a VA who's going to help you. Like, we have to know where the money is going at 50K a month. If I'm still living on the same expenses as I was at 10K a month, what am I doing with that extra 40K? Am I putting that into real estate? Am I putting that into a fund? Am I putting, am I going to set that aside and put that into whole life insurance that over the course of three to five years will then start to pay me back six to 8% interest? Like what are we doing? How are we understanding why we're doing what we're doing? And what is the long-term goal of that? That's why most people get caught in this vicious cycle of overworking and it never being enough because you just don't know what you're going to do with it. 
And some people are afraid of success because of that very question. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. So we'll sabotage ourselves because all we know how to do is be broke and bitch about it. So we'd rather do that because that's what's familiar because the brain doesn't care. The brain just wants to confirm patterns that it already knows. In physics, it's called the principle of least path, right? So water follows it, light follows it, all energy follows it. Your brain follows it too. So this is why people stay in abusive relationships. This is why people stay broke. This is why people never leave from the, the zip code that they grew up in because the brain likes patterns. It doesn't care what you want. It never, it, it cares about survival. So you, by default of going against the grain and learning new things, opting into webinars, doing new trainings, being on this call right now, kind of discerning whether I'm full of shit or whether you actually want to believe me, sitting up straight, doing all the like pumping blood, breathing oxygen, blinking, all that stuff. Your brain's doing a lot of stuff right now. It doesn't want to learn new things because that challenges the status quo of the principle of least path. So that's why you feel crazy sometimes. That's why your brain feels neurotic at times because you're constantly feeding it new information and wanting to do new things. It's also why we get caught in the, the cycle of dopamine and we don't actually do anything new because the brain will give you the dopamine of watching the video, but don't you dare try to implement it. This is why we set New Year's resolutions and we feel real good and tell Facebook that we're going to lose 10 pounds over the first 90 days and I bought my gym membership. It's awesome. But then everybody likes it and you feel good about it, but then you don't do it because your brain doesn't want to do new things. Hmm. That's amazing. I'm feeling like not an interview. It's feeling like a coaching session to me. I don't know about other people. It's literally, I'm feeling like I'm in a coaching session and 45, 46 minutes into this interview. It's so amazing, Cody. Like I, I learned so many new things and my mind is running in a different direction. Now I can say that right in front of you. It's, it's going at another level. I'm, I'm going to be following your stuff a lot now. <laughs> I'm feeling, yeah that, that's an internal feeling right now i'm getting loved it silent and cody somebody commented exactly Listen, we needed this hit me up anytime if you're ever in oklahoma we've got an extra like we're very big on hospitality we got we got a spot at the table for you and you know cook some dinner we'll have some fun end of the day stop worrying about things that don't matter a lot of times we create especially in this space we create problems that don't exist to justify stress that doesn't have to exist and we get caught up in cycles and patterns of trying to do all the things. And when you try to do all the things, you operate at about 20%. Try to do one thing really, really well and focus on that. Find someone that can be in your corner as a coach or a mentor, a community that can hold you accountable to that one thing. Because again, I don't care how disciplined you think you are. All of us need someone in our corner to help push us past where we are right now because it does get lonely. It does get frustrating. We don't know what we don't know. And it takes that accountability and that camaraderie to push through. We're wired for community as human beings, right? We are human beings, not human doings. So find your tribe, find your coach, find the person who's going to help push you past your current level of comfort into the greatness that you know that you're called to. Right? And you'll serve people and you'll make a lot of money and it won't have to be as complicated as you think it has to be or that every internet marketer tells you it has to be. Doesn't mean it's not hard, but it should be hard or else everybody would do this. But it is simple, not easy. Again, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But it is, it, is, it is more simple than the internet tells you. If we surround with right people. Yeah, that's exactly. And that's my thing, man. I got the coolest friends in the whole world. I got the best friends you could ever ask for. And, and you, everybody, you guys know I'm on the internet and you see us together all the time. If you follow me for any length of time, or you can go stalk my page right now and see like this dude, like has got some really cool friends. You know why? Because at the end of the day, I'm friends. Most of my friends are guys. Uh, all my, yeah, most of my friends are guys. And we're all just dudes who are successful at what we do. We're trying to be the best men that we can be the best husbands and partners that we can be and the best dads that we can be. And we hold each other accountable to that. And we have a hell of a good time doing it. That's a beauty about it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All the all the things. And I've I literally stalked your page and all the pictures, all everything. I before the interview, I did that. And I was like, this man looks interesting. <laughs> this it, it's yeah. really this is a real deal. Right. You feel like that when absolutely. And talking with you, doing this, and it's it opened my mind in a different direction as a absolutely. And uh could you, if people know your content like uh, where can they go? Is there any link to direct them if they want to start? Maybe yeah. You? So Instagram has been really cool about like a lot of bot 
and fake accounts popping up for like everybody in the industry. But if you'll search Cody Jefferson, you'll find me uh, at the top. It'll say like the only account uh, for me. I'm fairly active in stories, so you'll know it's me. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I've also got a Facebook page. Uh, you can find me if anybody's on LinkedIn, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can go to CodyJefferson.com. I'm really like, I'm not hard to pin down. If you want to get a hold of me, like if you want to shoot me a message, you want to chat, I believe everybody's got a really powerful story. Sometimes you just want somebody to listen. Um, listen, you can, you can take me out of the pulpit, but you can't take the pastor out of me. I'm still going to listen to every story. I still want to sit down with as many people as possible and hear what makes them come alive. I believe that's why I'm here. Uh, to help good men become great, to help great men create movements. And so if you have a story, man or woman, and you're looking to share that with somebody and to have somebody listen, shoot me a message on Instagram. It'll probably go to my requests. And we do receive a lot of those, but I go through every single one of them. Uh, so shoot me a message. Uh, would love to connect. Uh, at the end of the day, I get to do really cool things with really cool people. Uh, but you want to know what the most important thing in my life is? I am Stetson Foster's dad, and I'm a guy who lives a very beautiful, simple life here in Oklahoma. I love that part. I'm going to be yeah. sending my story as well. Please. Not, don't know about other people, but I'll be doing it. And Please. People, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be dropping all the handles in the show notes for people who are cool. watching on live or on the replay. Definitely follow Cody. And uh, Cody, any last message for our buddy entrepreneurs before we round this show up? Yeah, it's all possible. It's all possible. What you want to do, the the, the burden that you feel to serve the ways in which you feel compelled to lead and to bring whatever product service or offer you have, it's, it, it's all possible. It's going to come down to your ability to focus long-term and short-term on what you want and creating the right relationships to help you get there and creating a tunnel vision focus without sacrificing everything and everyone that you love on the altar of this, this call. Because I will tell you that there, there is no greater um, leading or calling in this life than the one that's right in front of you in your home. Um, there's no one that you're going to lead more effectively than the person staring back at you at the mirror. So lead yourself well, lead your family well, love well, laugh every day. Don't take yourself too seriously, but take yourself seriously enough that you can Keep your commitments to yourself. Keep your word to yourself because your word is all that you have. That's how your confidence is built. And that's how your resiliency is built. If you do those things, you'll find the success that you want and desire. And that success has permission to evolve and change as you evolve and change. And it will. And what made sense five years ago won't make sense five years from now. And that's all part of the journey. Definitely part of the journey, all of our entrepreneur friends who are listening this, you got this right from Cody here. Like, be love yourself, love the people around you. And that's all you need to do. And you will be able to enjoy your journey more. more uh, you're going to be more happier. And then you yourself will be able to face yourself in the camera, in the mirror, as Cody said. You'll be happy seeing this is the person. It's me. Like, it's it's been made from all the sacrifices, from all the things that you have done. And laugh every day. That's the last message. Thank you so much, Cody, for coming on to giving us this precious time, sharing all this cook not cold. It's diamond nuggets for all the people out there. And I'll be following your content, people. Please follow Cody. I'll be dropping out all the links and we will catch in another episode next week. Till then, stay safe. Take care. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure to visit dreamclientsecrets.com to get more information about how you can grow and scale your online business. And if you love this show, don't forget to leave me a five-star review and I will see you in the next episode.